Well, okay. Let's try this again. Bonjour, my people. How are you? <laughs> How are you doing? Um, yeah, I tried recording this podcast once already yesterday, and the sound was just too bad. So it's coming out a little late today because, well, I'm recording again. So yeah, that's that's why you had this uh, this little snippet at at the beginning. So. Actually, what I wanted to do was um, find a cute quote from Miss Candy Ferocity from the show Pose. And um, yeah, but I, I couldn't find a quote that was, um, I don't know, like powerful enough. Like the, the whole character was powerful and, and, and deep in many ways, but I couldn't see like one quote but I don't know I didn't have time to like go back and watch two seasons two full seasons well two seasons and a half because her ghost kept coming back you know what I mean um <laughs> and, and that is not a dig um but you know that was that was interesting so yeah um no quote from Candy Ferocity but um we're actually going to talk about Angelica Ross today. That's that's why I was looking for for that quote um, that I was sure everybody would, um, you know, would um, would identify. But it's okay. We we're just gonna go straight into it. Let's start with um, some updates, though, because. Um, yeah, quite a quite a lot happened um, these past two weeks, and let's start with something that's a little no, that's not that's not too fun. Um, if you've been with me for for some months now, um, maybe you remember that I I was a little concerned about some um, cannabis plants that I was growing, and pause. I'm talking about legal cannabis here in France so um I was growing it for CBD and not THC it's a variety that is um that's you know that's actually allowed um but I was a little worried that um that maybe the police would not make the difference right that um alerted by the smell or the size of the plants or whatever that you know they would come in and um, and you know because of all the biases that we know that perhaps I would not get a chance to actually prove um, that what I was doing was actually legal. You know, they they come, they cut. That that's what they tend to do, right? They come, they cut, and you get a fine. And I didn't want that to happen and then be like, you know what, but but do analyze this and 
And then, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, that's right. You you were right, miss, you know, no THC here. Yeah, but my plant is dead, right? So I was a little worried about that. So the, I don't know, what, when was that? I don't remember exactly, but I was like, oh, these plants are getting big. Um, they, they're looking like trees. <laughs> um, well, they were like under, they were in a greenhouse. Um, but they were getting a little, a little bushy. So I was like, you know what, let me, let me cut this and let me, let me kill them. And then I was like, you know what, um, that was somewhere in the middle of, of summer, maybe end of June. I don't remember. Um, and the, the, I had kept like two plants that were, um, a little taller than me I'm, and I'm 5'10". So... I cut them down, I um, juiced them, you know, for the all the nutrients in the leaves. And um, I was like, you know what, let me not kill them. I'm going to leave like a couple of branches and, and see where it goes. Fast forward a few months and I see some flowers. Uh, the, the little, the tiny little branches I left actually developed and um and they were flowers so um I was super excited um because you know I'm an herbalist I I do plant I do have a, a a garden of medicinal herbs and I you know prepare tinctures and things like that um and I wanted to prepare some um CBD tinctures um, because um, I've noticed that it really helps with the quality of sleep. So, yeah, I wanted to do that. Some people got in my garden last week and stole everything. <laughs> they, they just, they, they went in and snapped and, um, you know, snapped things away. And, yeah, I, they, they, they killed the, well, they killed one plant completely, and the other is, like, yeah, almost dead. But, yeah, that was that was tough um, because I had been, I've been taking care of those plants since, like, early March. I think the first of March is when I planted them. So it had been six months already. And, um... I was actually feeding them like nutrients to help develop the buds. Um, yeah, and it's actually my first time growing um, any type of cannabis. So, yeah, um, I'm not gonna do it again because <laughs> um, I can't. I can't put that much effort into um, into a plant and have people like. Um, they went through my, my neighbor's, um, they went through my neighbor's, um, property first, um, in order to get to mine, because, um, it's, it's more complicated to get to mine because of the, um, well, anyway, um, it's, we're not going to get into all the details, but they went, they, they came through the neighbors and I don't know if they heard something. Um, if they heard somebody um, speak, I don't know if they, I don't think they could see it from outside of the property. And I'm, I'm actually wondering if um, 
you know, they weren't just there to steal. And then, you know, just, yeah, hey, oh, we have that. Well, let's, let's go. The thing is that those flowers, those buds were not ripe yet. Um, they needed a, like at least a good month. So, I don't know, like everybody's losing, <laughs> everybody loses because they're not going to get high anyway. They're not even going to get the benefits of the CBD because it was not ready. And I get nothing. <laughs> I put so much energy and, and some money, right? Because, you know, you're buying nutrients. Um, even when you're growing organically, you still, you know. Yeah, but anyway. Um, yeah, and these people actually came back the next day to steal more. Um, there was a door that was left open. And they stole a bike. They stole a boat that... Um, like a brand new boat that was still in the, like the packaging and stuff, um, you know, just to, it was a small thing, like a canoe or something like that, but just to, um, like, go on the river, not that far from the house, so, yeah, yeah, that stuff is gone, and so we upped the security, um, I bought a camera, which still needs to be installed, but I, I tried, you know, I tried it and everything's working. And yeah, that that part is a little, is a little tough because it's, um, like my home is my sanctuary. It's where I, I don't want to feel like um, the outside world can reach me. It's where I want to be, um, you know, with my early morning face and not worry about it. It's where I want to, you know, dress like a potato sack, whatever. It's where I, it's where I want to feel safe. It's where, um, yeah, I mean, literally my sanctuary and it feels like it was defiled. Now, they didn't get inside the house. I think they were just, like, young, young folks who just saw an opportunity and took it. But not like, you know, those professionals that come inside people's houses even when they're home. Um, that That's not what it was. But, but still, you know, it's, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be in the garden as much. I don't want to be, um, if it's getting a little dark, I'm not. I don't want to really be, I, I want to lock all the doors and stuff, like, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's, that, that, that sucks. But I also have some great news, and, and when I say great, I really mean great. So remember these um, contest I was telling you about a few weeks ago, the Transtech Social Monica Roberts Essay Contest. Well, I'm one of the winners, and I am, like, I don't know, I feel like a little kid. I'm super excited. I feel really, um, I feel honored. I feel seen, and, um, and I feel like it's, a beautiful thing that um, 
people who shared experience with me were, um, well, sat down and looked at my work and said, hey, um, we connect with this. And yeah, that, that's, that's a wonderful feeling. So I'm, I'm super happy. Um, I'm, please, like, go and check it out. Absolutely do that. Um, my text is called um, Island Girl in the Castle. And um, the theme I chose was, um, they offered like a, a few themes, um, a few prompts. And the one I chose was a letter to my um, younger self. So I wrote as myself today, 40, writing to um, 12-year-old me. Um, and that's a really important time for me. That's a time when I had already taken a lot of decisions um, that I had, well, I was implementing them, decisions I had been taking since I was six years old, and I was cementing things, but I'll, I'll let you read and, and see um, how you connect or not, you know, with, with the text. Let me know. Also, please um, go and have a look at other, um, at the other winner's um, submissions um they were also they were really different style from what you know from what i do um so that was interesting to you know see how um well our writing styles also what we chose to talk about and how we chose to talk about them and um i enjoyed reading their submissions as well so i encourage you to go and see um Louis Mitchell's um oh Louis Mitchell's submission which and this person is the um uh, won the grand prize in I believe the title is Family Tree and it actually reminded me of um of some um some of Nalo Hopkinson's work I'm thinking specifically about Midnight Rubber with um you know, there's a, a whole community that lives in a tree, right? It's like the whole, their whole entire lives happen there. And, um, and I know it's not exactly the same, um, the same theme. It's not going the same places, but it did conjure up that image for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, all I can say is please go and, 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 and check, um, and check them out. There's also there's also Aliela Wanjiru, and I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. Um, who is um, a runner-up, and um, their text is Pride Past Prejudice. I love the title, and um, it's written like a diary style, and um, I mean, go ahead, go ahead and, and, you know, take a few minutes. Those are now really, really long. Um, take a, take a couple of minutes and sit down, have some tea and enjoy art by trans creatives who, you know, poured a little bit of their soul for you in a little, in a little piece of text. So 
go ahead. And of course, there's mine, um, you know, Lily, Island Girl in the Castle. So go ahead and support us. Thank you. Since we're talking about support, hmm, you got some coin? Or better yet, you have some time, like 30 seconds. Can you, like, comment under this podcast or wherever it is? Can you, I don't know, give a five-star rating, give a review, share it to your friends, say how much you like it? Can you do that? That's free. Absolutely free. But if you want to share, you know, toss a coin my way, um, I will not say no. And if you want to do that, you can go to ftnpod.com, click on the donate button at the top, and make a donation of whatever amount you want. You can also join me on Patreon, and that starts at $2 a month. Just $2, baby. And, um, yeah, I mean, I greatly appreciate that as well. But again, I mean... Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I'm not, I'm not actually expecting folks to be like, you know, potting with their money because I know how, I know how things are these days, right? I know that things get tough and, um, yeah, a share is like, is also super valuable. A comment is a plus, definitely. Um, I mean, all of that stuff, it doesn't need to be monetary. So, yeah, do that. Come on now. Um, but, I mean, thank you to anybody who um, who is doing it. And um, thank you to anybody also who has decided to, um, you know, toss a little coin my way, like I said earlier. So, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so these were some really long updates, and I'm sorry, but you know, I do get verbose. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you notice that I did not say it would not take long today? Um, yeah, because I didn't want to lie. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> today I wanted to talk about um, the Angelica Ross situation. Okay, let me let me not turn it into something weird, um, cause it's not. I'm not a celebrity blogger or whatever, and I mean I'm not really into that. But really, um, the situation, um, which I'm going to get into in a in a little second. Come on now, come on, you know, bear with me. Um, yeah, it's just um a reason for me to. Maybe analyze things a little, a little, a little further, or or talk about something that that it's making me think about. But here goes. Um, a few days ago, I was um, on well, I was working, and then boop, alert! Um, Angelica Ross is having a live. I'm like, uh, uh, I don't need my brain right now. I'm doing things that don't require much attention. So let me go and listen. And um, she went into um, the working conditions um, on the American Horror Story um, set. 
And there are two parts to this. First, there is um, racism and there is transphobia. Let's get into the first one. So there was a guy who was working on the set, I don't know, you know, in some tech capacities, whatever, who was wearing racist t-shirts or t-shirts with racist messages on them, you know, the maggot kind of of, uh, of messages, like build that wall and so on and so forth. Um, people were noticing that, um, you know, people were apparently feeling weird about it, but nobody was doing anything. And at some point, um, this person was actually in, like, in Angelica's face, not, n- not attacking her, not doing anything to her or saying anything to her. Um, but this person was super, like, close to her um, for a scene. And, um, yeah, that was um, extremely uncomfortable because their very presence already was making her feel vulnerable, unsafe, and powerless, especially because um, no one with actual access, no one with actual power on set was doing anything. So when she complained, um, the retort was, well, you know, we can't really do anything, you know, but, you know, it's, it's their freedom of speech, etc. Um, I mean, I thought freedom of speech was about the government. Um, I did not know that freedom of speech was for private companies. Um, oh, wait, it's not. Okay, well, whatever. Um, so that that's weird, right? It's like, let's not make any effort. That's what I'm hearing. If I were in, in if I were Angelica in that situation, that's what I would have heard. Um, we don't want to make any particular effort um, because things are running quite smoothly for everyone else. And it's just an issue for you because that kind of messages, that kind of messaging um, targets you and but not us. <laughs> so um, it's fine. I mean, let's be honest, that's um, anyway, that's how I would have received it. And they actually did something about it, but only after she called the, um, I believe the director for from or the president from Ryan Murphy's um, pr- production company, and also posted a a tweet, um, which got Ryan Murphy on the phone with her, um, cussing her out. And here is where um, it's taking me. Uh, I find it extremely difficult to be a marginalized or or very marginalized person um, in a working environment when there are things that directly target a person's marginalization. So in this case, um, the person is wearing some racist um, messages. We un- we all understand 
that it's it's messaging that signals an affiliation with a certain branch of the Republican Party in that specific case, right? Um, with the um, more authoritarian, racist, um, queerphobic, um, you know, all the isms are um, represented in that specific segment. So as a person who embodies a few of the identities that are targets to this messaging and to the people who um, prop up that messaging, I have more, I have a bigger interest in seeing that messaging and seeing the people who support it um, be away from all of us. <laughs> yes. Um, but mostly f away from me, right? So Angelica Roth, black, trans woman, that's like three identities that are under attack. And we're talking about a dark-skinned black trans woman, right? And because other people feel like they're safe, they don't, they're not doing anything, but then when the person who is the um, the most marginalized, the who has the less access to power, actually says, "Hey, no, I mean this has to stop." Suddenly, they become the problem. Suddenly, they become um, the person who um, oh, there's an expression for that in French. And, um, but it, I mean, if you translate it, it means the person through who scandal arrives. Um, so they become that person. And what happens is that the people who actually had the power, who could actually do something, um, now feel uncomfortable, right? But they don't, um, they don't link their discomfort to the person who created the the you know the um, situation. So, in this case, the person with the racist messages. The discomfort is is linked to the person who made them aware of the situation. And now, because you have disturbed my peace, you have to be punished. Do you understand what I'm saying? As a marginalized person with multiple marginalized identities, it's like you can never win. You either have to be subject to the violence, um, even if it's psychological violence, right? It's still violence. Um, you have to, f to, to deal with the discomfort. You have to deal with, the, with feeling unsafe. Or if you bring it up, Especially if you bring it up and you have any type of emotion. And I'm not saying that's what happened, right? It's, this is just um, helping me make a larger point. So if you bring it up with, especially with some type of emotion behind um, your discomfort, then you um, are definitely 
the problem to be solved. And that's quite unfair. And I wish that people, especially in, in the corporate world, uh, people in position of power, people who uh, are decision makers, were aware of that dynamic when, um, when there are conflicts um, in the companies, when there are um, situations of psychological violence, um, situations of, of marginalized people feeling attacked, that they don't have to turn the marginalized person into a villain because that person disturbed their peace. No, the peace was disturbed when someone decided to exercise some type of psychological violence. I really hope that makes sense. But if not, I mean, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. The other thing that happened to Angelica Ross on the set of AHS, 1984, I believe, um, was with Emma Roberts. So as she describes, Emma Roberts had been um, a nightmare on the, um, on the set. Those are not her words. This is me um, just summarizing things. Because, you know, people had, had issues with her, um, with, with Emma um, continuously. But, you know, anyway, we, we, we know about Emma Roberts and her, um, her antics. But, yeah. In this particular case, what happened was the director, John, is it John Faltrock? I don't know which one John it was. Anyway, um, um, it was a scene um, where they were aging the characters and, you know, the, Emma Roberts didn't, wasn't really interested in, you know, being aged. Um, and... Uh, Angelica Ross made a little joke like, you know, you look refreshed because her character had been like <laughs> beat up, um, but not Emma. And she was like, you know, Emma Roberts was like, oh, John, Angelica's making fun of me. And, um, you know, it's, it's all fun, right? And John is like, you know, ladies, come on now, you know, let, you know let's get back to work. And... Emma Roberts says, uh, don't you mean lady? Insinuating that she's the only lady there, right? And after that, um, yeah, I mean, that's when things became cold between Angelica Ross and, um, and Emma Roberts. Okay, but I'm saying all of that to say, because, you know, <laughs> this is the, the, the tea, kind of, the tea part of it. But um, it's really, like, of course, that's disappointing, um, but not surprising, unfortunately. But what really um, burned my biscuits, as they say, is the comments online um, and one particular type of comment where people say, well, why did it take, take her so long to, you know, to say this, to reveal this? Oh, well, it's been a long time, so why even talk about it? Um, 
you know, you know those things like, yeah, but it's been so long. And I'm every time I hear that, I'm like, y'all, it does the passing of time simply make things untrue, like retroactively, they become untrue, they become um, their impact at the time they at the time they you know those things happened suddenly gets erased like what 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 does that mean what is that even supposed to mean and really to me what i hear when 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 people say that is um i don't want to hear about it right and i wish people were more honest about that right if you're not ready to have a discussion if you're not ready to talk about this thing cuz it's like okay I like Emma Roberts too much and I don't really care about that dark-skinned black trans woman Angelica Ross. I don't really care about her. I um I'm going to support Emma anyway. Okay, just say that. Let's just be honest about it. You don't have to um invalidate something that happened in order to continue to support um, whoever you want to support, right? So if you don't, if you don't want to have the conversation, if you want to support whoever you want to support, if you feel like it's not important, if you don't have the bandwidth for that conversation, all of that is fair, right? I'm not saying it's right, but but it's, that's something you have a right to, right? Um, so all of that is 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 fine. But be honest, right? Be honest. Because really what it's giving is, okay, so I want to do this thing that I understand to be messed up, but I also want to save face. I also want to be able to say that I am a good person. Please divest from that. (laughs) Just let that go, right? Because... You're not fooling anyone. Saying it's been so long does not suddenly erase a scene of the past. Like what it will erase, will it, like what it will erase, you know, is maybe the um, the anger. Um, it that will fade away with time. Maybe um, forgiveness will come. Maybe um, like understanding. Maybe things happened af- things happened afterward that um, lead to some type of resolution. Yeah, time does afford that, but time doesn't like if nothing happens. Time does doesn't just erase the past. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and um, it's lazy. Um, people should just be honest with the fact that they don't want to do any type of work and because when it's when they're honest when they're open about it then we can move on and have conversations with people who are ready to have them right it's that simple and no i'm not saying that as a um angelica ross stan um (laughs) although i do love her um I yeah, I actually met her only once, but it's some strange thing. Um, 
the first time I saw uh, her, not in person, but online, was through her story. The, um, the, the series, on, the online series. And um, at first I didn't even know actually that she was trans. And, um, and then I saw her again in pose and I was like, ooh, that's my girl. So it was great to have, you know, to be introduced to pose with a familiar face. And because um, that creates some type of connection to the show. And then I learned, um, I discovered these other new faces that I was wonderful. But yeah, um, and there's this this connection that I have, and 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 I don't want to make it sound weird because it's not like the I want to wear your skin, you know, type of thing. But um, we have some similarities. We've both. Um, worked um, we've both used tech actually in order to make money at a time when um when it was harder to find jobs right um i also made the websites for people i learned um i taught myself how to code um like html php mysql like the, the I, I know the, the, we're not talking about the like super deep stuff but that's that's absolutely great to you know write a piece of code for a website you know and i wrote quite a few pieces of code <laughs> and um yeah i mean yeah, I, I I find these similarities, and I just find that amazing. Um, and yeah, and I only met her in person once. Um, that was in Paris when she came for, I think it was for a Louis Vuitton um, campaign right before the pandemic. Like, she was in Paris, like, we were having dinner when... Um, or like, like that same day, um, when they were um, saying that they were gonna shut things things down, and she was leaving, I think the next day or something. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, we we only talk. Um, we only talk through social and uh, and you know via text or whatever. But yeah, we're not like close friends i wish but you know if we were maybe in the same area but anyway that's not what it's about anyway that's all i really wanted to talk about today um yeah leave me your comments i want to know what you think i want to um yeah share your thoughts are you a stan of Emma Roberts <laughs> or Angelica Ross, like, let me know. Um, you have all the ways to contact me um, in the show notes. You can email me. You can leave a comment somewhere. You can also um, add me on social media. Um, I am on Instagram, Twitter, or X, is it now? And Oh, 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 I am now on Fanbase. Um, that one is pretty interesting because you have the um, 
the app where you can actually like chat with people and you can actually post photos you can um you i mean it it, it looks interesting it's like clubhouse but but a little different but enhanced and um yeah let's i mean come come and see me there i'm i'm still i'm ftn pod everywhere so on twitter instagram um tiktok and fanbase now you can find me at ftn pod so ftn as in femme trans and noir uh but i don't want you to tap all of that so ftn it is Okay, y'all, um, thank you for showing up. Um, again, please share. Please subscribe. Come on now. And uh, I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye.